3: Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
2: I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual.
4: It's Jenkins and Jones presented by FanDuel. It's NFL playoff time, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long, and when you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play, like the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting, and combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay, and try out same-game parlay+. plus. And Fanduel is now live in Ohio, so use promo code JNJ—that's J A N D J—and download the Fanduel app today to start making every moment more. Disclaimer: Must be 21 and over. And select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit Fanduel.com/RG. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Thursday, January 5th. We hope everyone's having a great day. As always, we're coming to you live on Amazon AMP every Monday and Thursday at 7 a.m. West Coast, 10 a.m. East Coast, and then the pod will be on all the regular platforms afterwards. Thank you for tuning in, however it is that you're listening to Jenkins and Jones. We appreciate you. As always, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by my amigos, Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler,
0: Hey, everybody. How's it going?
4: LeJetro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. was Aunt Bubbus? John liked that I said, amigos. I'm going to say compadres oh, yeah, really next did. time and your eyes are going to pop out of your Oh, head. man. Oh, that's going to tickle <laughs> me for sure. I'm Guardy V, <laughs> a.k.a. Mike. Motherfucking and, Mike. And let's- Motherfucking uh, Mike. Let's talk about how January is one of the best sports months of the year. You can get out and see some playoff NFL games. You can see NBA. You can see NHL. You can see NCAA basketball. You can see a national championship college football game. Plenty of games to watch or even better, plenty of games to get out of the house and actually go to. And what's the best way to get your hands on tickets when you want to go to one of these games? Check out GameTime, the fastest growing ticketing app in the U.S., GameTime offers amazing last-minute deals on tickets to all your favorite NBA, NFL, NHL, and NCAA teams. And on top of that, they sell last-minute concert and comedy show tickets too. You can download the Game Time app, create an account, and redeem code J for $20 off your first purchase terms. Apply again, create an account with Game Time and enter code J-A-N-D-J. That's J for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed all right um this is a little bit unusual but we uh recorded a segment about the damar hamlin situation uh yesterday so we're going to throw to that segment right now
1: one take mike wow i'm just so impressed with you
4: we got to get you out of here buddy you know i respect the heart out i respect the heart out (laughs) i see Okay, obviously, the only thing anyone's talking about sports uh, correctly, since sports is entertainment and matters of life and death supersede all matters of entertainment, or they should in a society with its priorities uh, ordered correctly, is Demar Hamlin, um, football player who went down uh, with a cardiac issue uh, during a game during Monday Night Football on the field, uh, was given CPR and resuscitated on the field. Um, and as we're recording this Wednesday morning, is in critical condition but uh his family members have spoken with the media to say that he is improving um he he, the percentage of oxygen that he's receiving is lower if you've ever been around people or dealt with people who are being intubated that's a very good sign that the uh, amount of oxygen that they're having to supply to him is lowering that's a good sign Um, and obviously before we talk about anything else prayers or good wishes or love or w- whatever kind of positivity it is that um you know you send or that that we send uh to uh him and his family um as he's going through this so um variety of fucking you know angles to talk about this shit from but um first of all just shocking anytime something like this happens i said to y'all on the group chat you know, I know a lot of football players at at every level. Those guys are – it's like uh, race car drivers. They're very aware of the risks of playing their sport. Mm-hmm. Not all the high school kids are. By the time you get to college, you've seen some shit. You've seen shit in practices, in games where you go, fuck, if you know this had gone a little differently, it could have been really scary. And certainly all the guys in the NFL – you know we talk about it all the time and you look at some of the guys out there that are flying around at full speed at 25 miles an hour um and those guys are aware of, of of these risks and that's why they take that nfl brotherhood shit so seriously um but i don't think the fans are really that aware of the risks i think that when we talk about cte i think people have kind of processed that and either are still watching or are not watching and what happened with this sort of acute episode is obviously you see an ambulance on a playing surface um it just it makes you reconsider things. It makes you think about things. So, what what was your guys' reaction um, when this happened on Monday night? Um,
0: I I think the most shocking thing to me and to so many others is it was so routine, right? Like it wasn't some you know barbaric head-on collision that makes you cringe. It was just a routine wrap-up tackle, <clears throat> and you know, um, you know, and, and he got up and then he just collapsed and and you know that's where we are now and you know prayers up for the young man hope he pulls through um but y- you know being the fact that it that is so routine i think that you know that lends to you know how dangerous this sport is in itself um you know there's been a lot of doctors who are speculating and and saying that you know they're hypo- you know hypothesizing that he suffered from You know, I forget the medical term for it, but there's an instance where if you receive like a high impact blow to your chest during just like a millisecond window of your cardiac rhythm, it can lead to this.
4: It's called commotio commotio cortis, and it it, it is rare, but it has occurred in football. It's occurred in baseball um, Mm -hmm. and other sports where there's impact to the chest at the specific moment of a heartbeat. It is a total freak right one of those things about the human body yeah
0: right right and and you know i'm I'm seeing a lot of people saying oh well that could happen anyway no it can't <laughs> the thing is like, like like you know think back to the last time you received a high impact blow to your chest when i was in the club fucking you know when i was 23 the last time that happened to me you know what i mean and then these guys go through that multiple times uh, uh every fucking week so you know yeah it's a freak accident but it's something that you know guys as nfl players especially will be more susceptible to because you know of course they have more impact you know Um, of course scenarios there so so yeah that's just that's what what kind of stuck with me you know how routine it is how you know every play these guys are putting themselves on the line and you know i'm not here to 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 be the whole you know the, the the corny cynical guy who hey nothing's gonna change from this but You know, I don't think anything is there. There aren't going to be any sweeping safety reforms because there's. I don't think there's anything anything that you can do to prevent this. I think that we we might see some reforms, unfortunately, on the other end of the spectrum, where you know, in in the next fucking you know CBA or what have you, there's some legit concrete shit putting rule books on how teams have to proceed after this. I think we're probably going to see how heartless the NFL is, you you, you know, with with this outcome. But, um, but I do want to say that you know, shouts to 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 you know, um to 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 both those teams for standing firm, you know, shout to the coaches for standing firm for for not, you know, wanting to play even though they got the call from the NFL. Yes. Um so so yeah, so and and the whole thing is, you know, even if they wanted to go back out there, you know, I I wouldn't have been upset with that. I that's their call to make. But I'm glad that there was some, you know, solidarity there, you know, with those guys, so.
1: I watched the play over and over and over. I just couldn't I just couldn't understand. You know, like it, like like Tyler said, it just seemed so routine. I kept watching like what happened? You know what I mean? It didn't make sense until they broke down what it you know, yeah uh the, the high the, the issue with it having a high impact, uh something hitting your 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 chest at at, at that speed. In a specific place at this point. In a specific place, specific time and how, you know, abnormal it is, but uh it's it's just I, I, I couldn't fathom how that could happen, you know, and I'm a somebody that, you know, I, I, I slowed down watching when I, when I read about CTE, when I, re- you know what I'm saying? And the right. things were happening. I just, I chilled out with that, you know, the cap stuff kind of like, you know, really, it started with CTE, yeah. you know I mean? It just felt, you know, barbaric, you know, and as these guys become more athletic and stronger and faster, it seems even more difficult for people not to have these injuries. Um, but, uh, I and, and then I, th- I thought about like you know what could be done to prevent this, and it doesn't seem like I don't know what can be done to prevent it, and what changes could be done to change it. Um, but it, I mean, like you were saying, I mean, it's just a it's just an extremely dangerous sport. It's been that nobody understands that more than these players, and uh, it, it, it was it was it's just it's, it's it's like you said seeing an ambulance on the field, nine minutes of resuscitation, you know? Yeah you know where like you know these guys that play this sport at this level for the you know and and been playing their whole life are you know emotional on the sidelines because this is something we just don't see you know like we've we've seen a lot of horrible things and the fact that we continue to watch you know when like shannon was talking today about him seeing his brother you know paralyzed momentarily yeah you know what i'm saying i mean the stuff we've seen with tua right you know that we just normalize these things and what I fear is this: this will be normalized too, where people are just, you know, it's 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 part of the sport. It just it just it like I said, it's just I'm, I'm, it's in, it's it became increasingly hard to watch, and I realized what happens and seeing this, like you know, seeing this video. Just it was it was it was just shocking, and then hearing about like how the NFL was just like you know keep playing the game. Like, yeah. how the fuck do you expect players? to play a game after the ambulance is on the field, picking up one of their teammates. Like I said, it's a brotherhood. Right. That's not, it's not like, rather, whether they're your teammate or not, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, 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 it's un, I can't, I can't understand how a, a organization can be so callous when a man's fighting for his life and they want to, him to still play. You know, and and, and I, I just, like like Tyler, Tyler was saying, shouts out to 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 the players saying, you know, fuck that. yeah. We are not continuing to play this game. Well, you know what and, I'm saying? And
4: the, and the the Players Association, um, which, you know, I would say the NFL uh, Players Association has not always been the best in terms of advocating for its uh, member safety, to be honest with you. Like, this is a league where you lose your health. This is a league with proven post-career uh, medical effects for a lot of guys where you lose your your health care you, a few years after you leave the league, you know? Um, I mean, I have guys that we're close to who they want that fifth year more than anything because that gives you certain lifetime medical benefits and pension stuff. You know what I mean? Like that stuff that in a league that profitable, you wouldn't think the threshold would be that difficult to get to given that the average career is less than five years. Um, But you're so right. Like this is different. I have covered a half dozen football games where there's an ambulance there and a kid is stretchered off the field. Because Mm -hmm. of usually a a preponderance of precaution, right? Because of, okay, you know, um, there was a half second where his toes were tingling or, hey, you know, he was unconscious. We're going to just stabilize him and 100% make sure that everything's okay. And there's a certain callousness to the sport itself that the NFL has always been the worst in terms of pushing that. but you know, these are high school football games. I'll never forget Juju Smith-Schuster's senior year at Poly. He was knocked out on the field and stretchered off the field. And you yeah, had six or 7,000 people at that game. And it was eerily quiet. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I could have shouted across the field to someone in the stands that that's how quiet it was. And they, they, after the ambulance left, I'm standing there getting updates from his family and stuff and passing them on to the to the team and coaches, but they play the rest of the football game. It's not safe to do that with that sport when your head is half out of the game. It's not a safe <laughs> right, sport right, to play right, in that right. way, and especially in the NFL it, with the size and speed of those guys. You know, look and 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 again, for someone to be resuscitated, it, for CPR to be applied. That's different than sort of a precautionary measure. That, and that, that's what I think you saw on everyone's faces. it's obvious how different that is. And while these guys might be aware of those kinds of risks, you have not really seen something like that. None of them have seen something like that, um, you know, most likely in their career. That's how, you know, unusual and scary it is. What, what, and one thing I would add, by the way, is um, and I'm someone who thinks quite a lot about risk You know, we talked on this show, I think a lot of the suburban rage over the pandemic shutdowns that you saw was them not being used to risk being applied to their neighborhoods the way that it's applied to other neighborhoods, right? Um, And that's why, you know, initially when the pandemic hit, everyone in the suburbs wanted everything shut down because it's just like, oh my God, something bad could happen. And in other parts of my city and other cities, yeah, bad shit can happen. That's sort of acknowledged. Risk in sports, this... the. The risk of this happening is serious. We have an AED paddle at Vincent's uh, Little League baseball field because of the commutio cordis risk in, in baseball. Like the reform I hope happens is pro sports are the tip of the tip of the tip of the iceberg in terms of people playing sports in America. There's 150 Pop Warner games every weekend for one NFL game. Right. Like Mm -hmm. most of the sports that happen happen at lower levels where they don't have ambulances sitting in the stadium um, and several medical uh, professionals on the field. So the reform that I hope happens is in California, if you if you're playing high school sports, it's a legal requirement that there's an AED paddle in the in the room, you know, and I I hope that those kinds of reforms um, do spread across the country, because ultimately, we do lose youth athletes in different sports every year. They don't get, you know, unless it's someone trying to bend it to an anti-vax agenda, they don't get the kind of attention that this stuff gets, understandably, because it doesn't happen on ESPN. But that—that that is the reform. There is medical reform that can happen in sports to make them safer, involving training people to know what to do in these situations and making sure they have the equipment um, required. The reform to me that's most likely to happen is, And I I heard from a ton of football coaches, high school and college football coaches uh, over the last couple of days, I think that there's probably going to be another wave of people who are not playing football, people who are not letting their kids play football from this, you know, and I I think that's very understandable. Um, California, high school football is still the number one played high school sport, but it's gone down three to four percent every year for the last like 12 years, really, since the CTE stuff became known. And that's what I think is going to (laughs) continue to happen. I think there's a, there's a consequence I'm not necessarily comfortable with with football increasingly becoming something that, like suburban families don't want their kids to do. that's like, well, the inner city kids are, their families are more comfortable with the risk, so they're going to keep doing it or something. But I, that's kind of the trend that I've seen over the last decade, and I would guess that this will continue that. You know I, I would guess that you will have more families that are not willing to have their kids out there, you know, and, and, and risking some kind of a serious injury.
1: Would y'all let your kids play football?
0: tough call, man um I'm leaning on the side of no, but that, that i would- i would probably you know want to have that conversation with my kid,
4: you know see where they're at but i would I would be on the side of no um the conversation we've had uh in 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 my family um I didn't play football in high school my brother played high school football um some of the stuff he went through, I certainly would not want my kid to go through. It's I do believe it's safer than it was when he and I were in high school. In California, at least, you can't do double-day practices during Hell Week, etc. You know, there's all kinds of shit that they've changed. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, Shar I, I, made it pretty clear to me, and I don't fuck with anyone's mom, including my own kid's mom, when it comes to <laughs> questions of safety. <laughs> um, you know, she made it pretty clear early on. She's good with whatever, except for... You know he's not going to be a middle linebacker. Now, if mm-hmm. it, it's hit, now, look, he's the he's the ball boy for the poly football team, so he was around the football team the last couple of years quite a bit. Those guys all love him. He loves all those guys, and he's asked me about playing football. And I, you know, if he goes to his mom in eighth grade and says, "Please let me be the punter. Please let me be the long snapper. I want to be a part of a football team. I understand the risks. This is where I would want to fit in." That would be a conversation I would let him and his mom have. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, for me, I don't know, man. I've seen football do great things for a lot of kids. Um, A lot of kids people never heard of, right? Like kids Mm -hmm. from Long Beach who went to – George Daly Lyles went from Long Beach where he lived with like seven brothers and sisters in a very small house to get a nursing degree in Hawaii, and now he's got an upper middle class life, right? Like Mm – didn't, yeah, for sure. Didn't fly home between Hawaii and Long Beach once because he couldn't afford to do it during his time in college. Said goodbye to his family, went to college, and then came home when he graduated. My kids aren't in that situation, mm-hmm. you know. And so there's a lot of positive team building and camaraderie, and I and I do think a lot of lessons that as we've talked about in the show, I try and emphasize. Like I do think that you know football can teach a lot of great life lessons, but. I don't think there's anything so
1: basketball, soaking baseball. I don't think there's so anything soccer. that football you know can I mean? give
4: my kid that he can't get somewhere else, is exactly what yeah, I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, you know, in terms yeah. of life lessons, in terms of that positive experience, um, etc. And we'll see where the sport goes, man. I I think there's a lot of stuff happening at the youth level that doesn't get a ton of attention. Um Nike and the NFL are massively behind a flag football initiative in California. Girls' flag football will be an official high school sport starting in the fall. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at all if we start having non-contact, you know, this Friday night lights flag football thing that little kids do. Yeah. They're adding an age division up every year. I wouldn't be surprised at all if we start getting more non-contact or lowered contact versions of this sport because, um, at the end of the day, you know, people talk about reform, whatever they want. It's the insurance companies that'll decide what happens with football. If the insurance companies decide high school football is not insurable because of the risks associated with it, public schools and private schools will not play high school football. That's, a, <laughs> I mean, that's a that that's the long and short of it. And every time something like this happens that that is so visible and it has such a ripple effect across public opinion, that does change the odds and stuff like that. And people might think that that's like impossible. That is not impossible. And once one insurance company says. Hey, this is too dangerous. We're not going to insure it. That change will happen very quickly. I don't know if that's what's coming or not, but um, but we'll see. I, I would not be surprised if this has bigger, you know, ripple effects. And and I, and understandably, man, like what we see and what we see with our eyes, with our actual eyes, matters, right? It changes the way we think and feel about things. So. Are you was, are
0: you seeing anything like firsthand in regards to this?
4: Like, are you seeing smaller high school or
0: smaller outputs for tryouts and stuff? Or
4: oh, a million percent, yeah. I mean, and look, we've got in 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 Long Beach, and this is a microcosm um, of California, at least. You know, and I, I see the NF NFHS numbers. I think the numbers nationally are sort of doing something similar. Um, that it's a sl- it's a slight contraction, but it's steady enough that it's turned into a pretty big contraction. I mean, mm-hmm. like. Five figures less kids playing football in Southern California. We have two high schools that used to have 50 to 70 kids on them that barely exist, maybe switching to eight-man football, maybe closing out. I think the other thing that's happened with this generation is that they all want to be on powerhouse teams. So you talk about your Polys or your St. John Bosco's or your modern days in Southern California – no one wants to be on a football team with twenty-five kids that's getting blown out by eighty points every week. Understandably, <clears throat> and so I think you're seeing kids kind of concentrate at these bigger schools, and as a result, you have more of a question of whether these schools are going to have it. So, yeah, I've absolutely firsthand seen the effects of that sort of you know participation decline, and I do think that will change things. And I would add, by the way, eight-man football is a safer way of playing football than eleven-man football. You know, there's more space there's less linemen, there's less of the, you know, at the end of the day, the biggest risk to people is the linemen whose heads hit each other on every play and in every rep in practice. Um, it's not as scary looking on TV as a guy running full speed at another guy, but that is the, the, the C, the chronic in CTE comes from that repetitive kind of blow. Um, so, yeah, and I, and I do think we'll continue to see that. Um, and maybe rightly so. I mean, you know, I'm like, who, I mean, who am I, man? I, mean, I, I make a living in part... <laughs> covering these kids and telling their stories and stuff I would never tell a kid not to play I am always honest with parents when they ask me about my own personal feelings and what we do with our kid and say yeah he he, there's almost no way he'll play football um but beyond that you know it's it's a it's difficult it's I, I really do I think it's a difficult very personal question and I don't know I don't know that there's a There's a a right answer to it. But I think you're seeing a lot of emotions laid bare. I did want to talk about the um, Skip Bayless Shannon Sharp exchange. You're seeing a lot of like real emotions out there from people talking about this because our sports infrastructure is built as an entertainment infrastructure. And this is not an entertainment issue, you know? And I think Skip Bayless sort of tried to treat it that way a little bit. Um, I didn't necessarily think his tweet, I I think people saw some of the words in his tweet and it got an emotional reaction. I actually thought his tweet was basically where my thoughts were, which is, I don't know how you play the game. You know, it doesn't seem like it matters anymore, but you know, like he interrupted Shannon sharp, having this very personal, like monologue about what he's seen as part of the NFL brotherhood. He interrupted him and Shannon, like, it felt like just about quit on the
1: air. You know what I mean? Like that, Shannon that's the, wanted to jump across that damn table, bro. That's what he wanted to do. But he's just, you know, go ahead. I'm not going to argue with your ass, especially not over this. He just talked about how he didn't want it to be. He took a day off because it affected him that much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Skip's, so, so whatever Skip tweeted, right? Like it, right. it felt a little callous, right? With Skip's being a fucking asshole in this situation. Correct. Point blank. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 point blank. The way he's dealing with, I I I stand by my tweet. Well, like it's not about you know it's how you affected people in a in, in with a in a with a very sensitive t- subject. You came across callous because you're, you're apologizing. It doesn't mean you necessarily the tweet was bad. It's just saying you see how it affected people. You know what I mean? And yeah, like of course Skip, of course Shannon is emotional. Like he's he Skip. Interrupted him right after Shannon talked about his brother being paralyzed, seeing his brother being paralyzed. Like three seconds after that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I like, mean, yeah, they, I mean, they had that blow up, you know, a couple
0: of weeks back when when Shannon put it on the table, bro. I'm a Hall of Famer. Disrespected him, yeah, right. and and Skip was like, so what? So I imagine Shannon was thinking, okay, if this guy, if there's any time this guy's gonna give me the floor, it's for an uh, you know uh, an instance like this. And Skip still didn't concede to that. So yeah, I can see fucking Shannon losing his shit about that.
4: I mean, the fact that he looked at their producer in the middle of a conversation, you know what I mean? Like that's mm. a. We've been trying to sort this out. You convinced me to try and give this a go.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> you
1: told your ass. What was her name? Jan? Just yeah. let's go. Let's, next subject. And, and the fact also the bosses had a problem with what you said. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That was a, like, nigga. That was you, for sure you know, he
0: got the call follow-up. <laughs> you feel bro. me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Like, you know what I mean? Like, but, I mean, I, I, I think he even addressed that on the show about how, he, you know, the show that the prior, I was looking through the comments. I don't watch that show. I'm going to keep it stacked. Of course. I don't watch a lot. Of, of course. Of, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I was looking through the comments, and apparently uh, Skip had addressed it on the show prior. To, you know what I'm saying? Yesterday's show. You know, talking about, like, how, you know, people had told him how he, that it was misunderstood and how he had to explain it. You know what I'm saying? And so he was just relaying information that Skip already knew. Right. You know what I mean? He skip's just being a fucking asshole, man. And this is the wrong time, bro. Yes. You know what I'm saying? This is the wrong time. So, Well, I think that's exactly sort of my feeling
4: about his tweet. Tyler sent us the, you know, the, the tweet about Bob Costas' comments about these risks are in every sport. Like, yeah, like there's some, there's some truth to that. It's not the time to say it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like every moment is not the, like, I understand that the internet and social media have warped our brains about this because everything is omnipresent. Not every moment is the right time for every truth. (laughs) And you can, we could take some time. Like I was disappointed by the time I'd heard about this thing that happened to Damar Hamlin. I go on Twitter and there's people screaming at each other about whether they should resume the game or not. Like, calm the fuck. Like, can we take 10 minutes? Can we take 10 minutes and take a deep breath and just appreciate the gravity and seriousness of a situation before it becomes a... Like, you know, there's, it's like spiders crawling. Like, what's the, what's the, what can we get out of this? What can the argument what's be? What's the take?
1: You right. You know what I'm saying? You know? like, and I, and I agree with the, get, yeah, go ahead, go ahead.
4: I, I fully agree but, with not playing, but that doesn't need to be the argument Like <laughs> at that exact moment, bro. You know, like let's take a minute before we just start yelling at strangers or our friends online or whatever. It's just, I don't know, man, that, that aspect of it is fucking exhausting to, <laughs>
1: to me. Personally. also don't mention what truly matters at the end of it <laughs> leave with that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying right talk about the young man is fighting for his life and how you you know what i'm saying and then add that that's a totally different tweet you know what I'm it's a totally different sentiment you talked about what mattered to you first and then you threw that in there as an afterthought yeah fuck that shit um all right well last thing i say uh is
4: um espn daily uh podcast by pablo torre who i i've got a ton of respect for who um i think all three of us fuck with great episode to great great episode today on the actual life of damar hamlin who he is what his background is what his story is a great story um and if you feel like me you're just sort of like this is a big story and you feel like you, you're can't not think about it, but you'd like to unplug from some of the back and forth social shit. Great podcast to actually get to know the young man that we're all thinking about. And, uh, and, and obviously, as we said at the top, sending positive thoughts and prayers to. Okay. All right. That was uh, Demar Hamlin. And obviously, like we said, you know, hopefully by the time you listen to this, there's been more positive development and we'll keep thinking about him.
0: Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well.
4: With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects. Easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, We had some painting done. We were able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we were really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait.
0: Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installation, or cleaning. Angie has simplified finding help for home projects. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, You can have Angie tackle your home service projects from start to finish.
4: Get
3: started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured, not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
2: Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year
4: Looking to get more out of this NBA season? Well, now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money line to player props. Uh, my favorite NBA bet for the, for this week tonight the Mavs are playing the Boston Celtics, who just gave up 150 points to an sga list Thunder team, so I'm going to guess that Luca is going absolutely nuts on the Celtics. I'm going to take the Mavs, and I'm going to take some of Luca's player props as well. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. FanDuel is also now live in Ohio, so make sure you get in on the action also with great offers just for you now and throughout January. Don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in free bets when you join FanDuel with promo code J&J. That's J-A-N-D-J. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over and select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as is non-withdrawable free bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com let's talk about uh something uh a little bit brighter let's talk about the fucking nba is having the most ludicrous season and moment fucking ever right now what, oh, this what, shit is crazy what, what got into these dudes like i i like i keep our little running list of shit we're gonna talk about braun and Demar going for 40 plus not even on the list anymore because Giannis 55 10 7 knocked him off and spite of 71 knocked <laughs> like
0: what <laughs> It's wild. It's it's we have never seen a season quite like this. Um I saw a stat the other day that said the NBA is on pace to have the the highest total point per game average, which is, you know, um total point per game average meaning, you know, the combination of both teams scores. It's gonna be the highest it's ever been since nineteen eighty five. 1985, which is why, you know, all the dismissals of this season being rooted in that bullshit. Oh, they don't play defense in today's NBA. is so fucking tired and so fucking off base because that's not what's happening here, bro. What's happening here is the same thing that happened in the 80s, which is, you know, the, which is what the numbers say the last time is when we saw at type of output like this, which is, you know, we are seeing a paradigm shift of talent in the NBA. You know, they were playing defense in the 80s, but defenses just couldn't do a damn thing with guys like MJ, Magic, Bird, Zeke, you know, Neek, Dream, Chuck, you know, mikhail, even guys like Alex English, Adrian Dantley. The NBA had never seen anything like those guys. You know, all you could do was throw your hands up and, you know, wish for the best when you went against them because there wasn't a damn thing you could do about them. And that's the same thing that we're seeing right now, like, you know, with guys like KD, for instance, right? Like never seen a seven footer like him before shooting 62% from two with only like 12% of his shots coming at the rim. Right. Fucking absurd, right? We've never seen a 7-footer like Giannis who, you know, with all due respect to everyone who's who's going crazy this year, Giannis is still asserting himself as the best player on the planet with back-to-back 40-20 games. Like you mentioned, 55-10-7 the other night. So, you, hey, you, you hey, know... Hey, hey, hey,
4: Giannis strangled that Tatum MVP conversation in the <laughs> crib, bro. Hey, hey.
0: <laughs> y'all, know, y'all know my hot take of the season was, was, was you know, he's pulling off the ninety-four. 94- MVP deep, uh, defensive yeah. player, Tatum had me sweating for a bit, but we we back in business, Mortimer. Right, Tatum coming back,
4: baby. We'll Tatum see. We'll back. see. Y'all. He's gonna need a sixty pointer, so I'm tapping yeah. my wristwatch hey, right this, now. Hey, it, it yeah. can happen. It can happen. <laughs> it could yeah, happen. So, this, this, yeah. this
1: season,
0: for sure. For sure. What and you, saying, you yeah? And, and I was gonna say, like, never in my life, you know, has a center been the best passer in the league like we're seeing with Jokic. You know, mm-hmm. never seen a guy like Steph who's the greatest shooter we've ever seen and can dribble his ass off and get his own shot. You know, guys who can bomb like Steph, you usually got to put him in the corner or give him a, a Catch a screen, and shoot that thing. Right? Run him off right? the
1: 78 screens. Exactly. Can't put the ball on the floor at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That ain't Steph. You know what I'm saying? The whole court goes green
0: for him two steps over over the half court line. You know what I'm yep. saying? And yep. and not to mention, you know, um, guys like Dame, Ja, Zion, Book, Mitchell, you know, Shea Gilly, fucking Kyrie, Darius Garland. Garland, you, know, we, you feel right. Right, you right. right. You know, we got a, a fucking seven foot guy who's a three level scorer in Philly. You know, we got a 23 year old in Dallas who's been a fucking pro ball vet for 10 years. You know, it's 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 we've never seen, you know, like I said, we are in a new evolutionary boom of talent right now. You know, I think for a lot of folks, um, the modern NBA started with Magic and Bird. Right? I think the 79, 80 season when Magic and Bird were drafted, that was the ushering in of the modern NBA. We are in the future now, bro. Like there is a seven foot five, eighteen year old in France who has mastered shooting floater three pointers. I
4: was just about to say who just hit his. He, he just had a game where he hit three floater threes in one game. Right. <laughs> right, the aliens have
0: arrived, bro. So, so that's why the the whole they don't play defense shit is so tired to me. Defenses are more creative and complex than they've ever been. There just isn't a damn thing you can do with these guys.
1: Did you see the move? When Wimby was on the corner and he hit man with the hezzy, went by him, then the dipsy do. What the fuck does yeah. anybody that's ever lived do with that shit there? The man's 7'5". It's not the three-point shooter, it's the, mo- the three-point shot, right. it's the movement. It's how yeah. he's doing. He's doing it off the dribble, off a cross. And if his feet double are in the leg, paint, he can,
4: he can reach the rim for a dunk.
1: Bro, bro he's getting space. He can bro. get more. Sp- he's getting space. He doesn't even need because he got handled. Like he could just shoot over your ass, but he gonna get hit you with the double on the leg and in a side step back and have seventy five feet of fucking space. You know what I'm saying? It does, it's, it's insane. But bro, we like this has been so, like this year has been crazy. Like the Nets, the Nets are the number two team in the league. They're on a fucking what 12, 13 game winning streak. KD yeah. is shooting 60% in the field in December, bro. Averaging 29 a game. Fucking um uh Kyrie is edging closer to his second 50, 40, 90 season. Nobody's talking about that shit. Right, Maybe right. eight people are. Because every day somebody's going for 70, fucking doing shit that uh, uh Lucas doing shit that 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 nobody's done before in the history of the game. You know what I'm saying? like it's it's the most insane shit where like a team the Nets, with the two of the biggest stars, all that fucking turmoil, have gone from maybe making the playoffs to the second best team in the league on a crazy win streak, and we we can't talk about it because so and so got a hundred and thirty six right. points yesterday. <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying it's crazy, it's crazy
4: um here's um, what I want to say, Spider said he got tested for PEDs the day after the 71-point PEDs point ain't
1: going to make you hit jumpers. Bro. Listen to <laughs> That's me. What's That's what's a- <laughs> great.
4: allow your superstars to give you your home run derby moment, bro. The time to test <laughs> yes. for PEDs is next year not the day after the seven. <laughs> 10 years game. from now 10 years from now
1: we need to you know, that home run era yeah. was what 7-8 years Yeah, let, let us have this whatever they're doing us. we just had a pandy we let just had a pandy <laughs> let us let us get these 70 point games if this nigga need to eat some Balco fucking shit yeah. let him let him let him eat the Balco sandwich nigga 15, you know what I'm saying
4: 15 50 point games Uh, it, you know by the time we get to the first week of January and to Tyler's point because I do I don't think we could ever talk about that enough the most fun argument to have because it's the easiest argument to win is always with college basketball fans who say they don't like the nba because they don't play defense you're mistaking kids who can't shoot with defense bro you're mistaking <laughs> bad basketball with yes. good
1: defense okay they're playing defense in the nba they're, they just can't all <laughs> they're playing defense these guys are that good the bag right. is that deep right. you know what i'm saying the bag is that deep. It's just it's crazy, man. Like, and then what do you what Like, what are you gonna do with a KD? What are you gonna do with the KD twenty years from now? Hope. Other than pray, you got hope.
4: <laughs> yeah. Other than pray, pray right?
1: Right? You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna record. <laughs> you, a, I'm gonna record a
4: message and give it <laughs> to, to R2D2 to, to, to deliver you know it saying? to Obi Wan Kenobi. That's what I'm gonna do.
1: <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, but yes, these these players are playing D. You know what I mean? like They've got great defensive a- athletes on the defensive side. It's just these guys are that – the skill level is so high on the offensive side. It's this rough.
4: Um, all right. Uh, last topic before we get out of here. I, I wanted to ask you guys about this. Um, I do not like TikTok. I did attempt TikTok, and I find its algorithm to be um, – Perfect. Yeah, but you can, it's so perfect that you can feel it almost as a physical presence, which is why I deleted mine. It's, it, it weirded me out. But one of the things that it's done because its algorithm is that aggressive is it's divided us into these very weird little subcultures where there's a like single mom of two sets of twins who are dealing with the early loss of a parent but also like to sing like that's like a group on you know what I mean like you could apply nine filters to the human experience and there's like a tiktok subculture dedicated to it um, I wanted to ask you guys about this soft life of a black man <laughs> phenomenon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker brushed his teeth and watered some flowers and was like, wow, I'm living a soft life. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> motherfucker, you doing chores. You're doing what you're supposed you to do. You're just living, nigga. You're, you're That's taking just care of life.
1: You are taking care of your mouth and your plants, bro. <laughs> How is that soft life? Bro, what's crazy though is like these videos are the same. Like I don't know if you're on Instagram there's those influencer videos. You know what I'm saying? Like like these 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 short vlogs that people are doing on the Instagram page. It's just like what did you do today? Like this is what nigga. Like I, I don't I don't get that shit. I I saw that like this morning. Like I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Soft black nigga. You I I don't. It, what is the goal of it? Is it to like? Change the perception of the black man. You know what I'm saying? Like you you tell me what, I have no idea. What the goal black is. man life, like 98% of niggas I know do that shit. Even if they do other shit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Drug dealers like plants, nigga. What the fuck? Right. You know what I mean? There is no way. What
0: the fuck? There is no Bro, there is no way you can. There is no way you can angrily pour a bowl of fruity pebbles, dog. Like, nigga. You know what I'm
1: saying? So, nigga. this soft you life know what shit makes no sense
0: to me, bro. Fuck
1: you, mean. My niggas are stuck and they read and they like Cheerios as well, nigga. Fuck you, mean. They'll <laughs> light a candle in their house as well, <laughs> like nigga. What the fuck nigga. This is just life shit. It. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it.
4: <laughs> all right well that makes me feel better about not getting it i, no, no, bro, I, was, just, shit I was just like I, shit I, been, I was like have i been misinformed like i, I, I you know i hang I, i've been around some ogs they didn't have stinky breath you know what i mean yeah, like, right. <laughs> they, they, don't like tics blue? Tics. they don't have they don't have tic tacs in the hood right, <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> clean socks nigga. what the fuck nigga? <laughs> it's just the most mundane everybody has this shit like you show the dude playing with a dog, like nigga, okay. You know, what I mean, That's, the dog is cute. I love that soft black man life. Nigga. The soft black man, it's life. Jesus, man, you know a nigga that ain't fucking nothing invented that. <laughs> you know, a nigga that ain't pussy in
0: four years if it had that shit. It probably worked for him though, because the bar it is was, in hell for a woman. Like the bar they, is in hell. They, the they, bar I'm sure there is was some woman. Hell. Yeah, I'm sure there was some woman who, who saw that man water a plant. It was like, wow, the empathy there.
4: Like, <laughs> right, right,
1: right.
4: <laughs> so, <laughs> we talked about that on the last show, bro. If you're
1: a man who could type. <laughs> shoes there is a market for you bro (laughs) Bro, there is someone out there for you god damn nigga crazy crazy (laughs) all right uh that's all the time we got (laughs) i'm so happy
4: that was your guys reaction that's great
1: Uh, um i'm even seeing young niggas be like like Duke is what? Like Duke? Did you see Duke's tweet? Yeah, no, he was been. like, "Y'all niggas should be ashamed." He did the, the uh, <laughs> he, he he used them, the, uh, the 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 uh, soldier boy me. Y'all uh. niggas should be ashamed. It's your big age. <laughs> y'all niggas should be ashamed. Like what the fuck is this, bro? Soft black man life, nigga. We just out here living, and I don't think if you're trying to change the perception, the people who have that perception. Are not gonna be changed by you fucking watering your plants at the crib, nigga. Cause like we walk, us walking down the street, you know what I'm saying, is, you know, motherfuckers think some negative shit. You know, like what are you, I don't, I just don't understand the purpose of any of this.
4: That's one of Tyler's great theses on this show since I think your first episode of just like, you're not gonna convince any of these people. Anything, you know what I mean? Like that's, it. they're not one video of you watering yeah. a plant away from being okay with yeah. schools being you know integrated. What? Like right, like wow, you watered a plant. I'm not now like nigger people. anymore.
1: <laughs> right. You Jerry, he that plant Jerry
4: Jones was watching that video, going, "You know what? I should hire one as a head coach." Right, right.
1: That jiggaboo might be a solid person. The fuck, nigga. Dog. it I just don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs>
2: that, <jiggle laughs> I, that,
0: that moon cricket might be all right. That, that, right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, I you didn't know, know that uh, black that, men could be into <laughs> horticulture.
1: Right, right. You see how I watered that plant? That's a quality coon right there, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> That's, this is what Soft black man life is gonna Change you know what I'm saying Change the world Watery plants come on dog Alright uh, I gotta get back to
4: the soft Italian man life of uh, Brushing my teeth I guess So that's all the time we got for today <laughs> we we'll are gonna back. Water a plant light a candle <laughs> um, I'll light a candle Sheesh. We don't have plants inside the house I'm realizing I'm not
1: Cause I'm hard
4: like that are you horny? I'm fucking horny like that. We don't, <laughs> we don't fuck with
1: foliage this is the in the house. It's the rainforest in this motherfucker, dog. I got <clears throat> plants on every corner.
4: All right. We'll be back on Monday. Hope everyone has a good weekend. And uh, we'll talk to y'all in a couple days. Bye. 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 Boot scootin' boogie.
2: This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride.